Welcome to the Purpose Driven Real Estate Podcast. This is where passion meets purpose in an ever-changing real estate market. I'm your host, Steve Valentine, former real estate agent turned real estate entrepreneur, speaker, and guide to all things real estate. And this is my co-host, Paige Tons, former D1 college athlete turned real estate adultrepreneur. Whether you work in the industry or you are a consumer of real estate, with each episode, we intend to raise the bar in our industry and show you the purpose behind every piece of real estate in your life. What's up, we're back. Uh, we got another wealth building tip, I think, today, Paige. Just a short little blurb. So what are we talking about? A blurb. A blurb. Um, we are talking about how to buy rentals owner-occupied. Ooh. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know, did you do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Paige talks a little bit about that in her uh, mm. her free course on home buying and kind of her journey. So let's just talk about that. One of the things we guide our clients through is how to build wealth real estate, right? So we kind of need to work it backwards in what does it mean to buy a rental property owner occupied? Mm -hmm. It means buying a house that you're gonna occupy with the intention 12 to 24 months down the road, you intend to keep that property and buy another one. Or in three years. Or in three what, years, Whatever yeah. fits your whatever schedule. Fits your, yeah. Everybody's different. They may never do it, but at least it's a plan. It's or something to think about or an option. Mm -hmm. So. So. I am in the middle of doing this right now. And the, the reason that I did it was because Steve did it with his wife um, mm -hmm. early on in his real estate buying career stage, stage. of life. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I bought my first home last year at 25 years old and the whole idea of buying my first home, it wasn't an emotional buy, it was a, um, I had a plan for my retirement and down the line and that was to make my first home into a rental. Right. So I chose the home based off of its rentability right. values and aspects and all that fun stuff. <clears throat> so I bought my first one and I'm actually getting close to um, purchasing my second one and making the one that I live in now a rental. Okay. Um, and then I would like to do that a few more times. Okay. So the goal is to continue to buy owner occupied and live mm -hmm. it, um, which is, you know, perfectly normal, perfectly fine with lending guidelines. You know, it's it's making sure that what your intention is, mm -hmm. and your intention is to live there right. um, as an owner occupant. So you're not defrauding anybody or doing anything that's misguiding the lending practices when it comes down to, and that's always a big thing that you want to be careful with, that you're not doing something that's fraudulent or illegal or any right. of that stuff. Um, it's kind of like you can't buy an FH or use an FHA product, which is typically a first time home buyer product or, you know, it's a government backed loan and use that for a rental property. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, some some people's plans. So you didn't do it um, FHA guided. And that's kind of something I'll go off on a little squirrel trail here for a second. Um, <laughs> squirrel trail. Well, because you because some people would look at the uh this buying process. So let's take your story, for instance, and go back to if you bought FHA mm -hmm. and you kept that, great, but you couldn't buy another property FHA with that 3% down. 
Right. Right. Because you can only have one FHA loan at a time. Got it. So you need to go through that process of is let's say in your plan, you bought your first one FHA. Mm-hmm. Well, the part of the plan would be to refinance that conventionally. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point in time to get out of the FHA, but then it brings on a whole different ball game because if you refinance that conventionally owner occupant, mm-hmm. you have to wait 12 months before you go buy something else owner occupant with conventional. Right. Because now you see where the intention comes into play. Right. It's kind of like refinancing and pulling cash out or keeping. So there's a bunch of different things there. Lots um, of rules. There's lots of rules, but that's one of the reasons that. You know, we built the wealth building program was so that we could guide people through the process and show them the plan so that they actually know what they're doing and when they're going to do it so that they can have the strategy, you know, planned out actual purpose behind it. Right. There's there's a purpose behind what they're doing. And sometimes it's also about, hey, if we know up front what the plan is. Mm-hmm. then it's much easier to work with the lenders. You know, our preferred lenders know our plans and what we're doing, and they know the questions to ask to make sure, like, oh, are you going to be doing anything else? Right. Because one little blip can, like, throw... Throw off the whole throw the plan process. Kind of like one credit score point. <laughs> Paige, is, Paige <laughs> is a little befuddled right now. Is that a word, befuddled? No. Well, anyway, she's befuddled. I think she's befuddled. She's a little... <clears throat> pissy right now because uh her credit score came back one point off which uh you know it's making a difference in what is it like 150 dollars a month difference 100 yeah about 150 to 200 but yeah that's off topic yeah (laughs) you join my pity party she's she's a little bitter (laughs) um so what is the benefit of um of having an owner-occupied rental. Technically, it's uh, just an owner, uh, owner-occupied home right? and then renting it out later down the road. Well, there's so a what couple, is the benefit of that? So there's a couple of benefits is that you're, you know, again, looking at your plan and going through the process, if you're going to go out and buy a rental property mm-hmm. or an investment property, you're typical 20 to 25% down. So, mm-hmm. you know, your average price of $200,000, you're putting 40 to $50,000 down, right? It's right. a lot of cash outlay. It's just a significant difference. Right. So you think about the number of people that don't necessarily have the cash to put down on investment property, but eventually they want to own rentals. Mm -hmm. This is a great way to do it is by starting off thinking about, hey, the house that I'm buying, I don't want to get too emotionally attached to Mm -hmm. because I can buy, you know, owner occupant 5% down conventional right now. And the rate's about four and a half to five, somewhere in there, um, depending on the day. So now, you've got that lower interest rate, lower payment, mm-hmm. it's owner occupant, you put 5% down. Now you're still paying the mortgage insurance, but you know eventually that'll be refinanced out or whatever the case may be. So if you're doing that, let's just say every two years, the biggest thing is when mm-hmm. you also have to put that 50 grand down on a rental property, you're also typically paying a 1% higher on your interest rate. So rather than four and a half, you might be five and a half. Hmm. So it makes a difference on your payment. Therefore, the plan by doing this you continue to have an owner-occupant loan, mm-hmm. which you can keep forever, especially on the conventionals. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you can have, um, individually, you can have 10, basically, Fannie Freddie guidelines uh, loans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you can have up to 10 owned before you have to go outside the traditional financing or whatnot. So Got it. You, could, you could do that 10 times and have 10 loans mm-hmm. uh, moving from owner-occupant to owner-occupant in that manner. Right. Got it. And you kind of went over the leverage piece and because that's having an owner occupied house, you're you're getting more leverage because you're not putting down as much money and you're not as much you're you don't have as much cash out of pocket when you're doing that. Correct. Okay. so um, how, you know, as we kind of conclude our our short wealth building tip, our quick quick tricks and tips. Um, how do you create a plan to do this and how are they able to get guidance to set up this plan? So it's it's one of the things that we ask even our buyers when they call, like on our exclusive inventory, those types of things. We kind of walk them through the process, again, asking them questions so that we can guide them mm-hmm. to something and sometimes even asking them questions that they wouldn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Some people don't think, well, I could own rental properties, I could own real estate, or maybe they don't want to because they've heard of horror stories. Right. So we try to walk through that process with them. And the process is really simple questioning. You know, Some people that are already established that have kids and things like that, this is probably not a great plan for them, mm-hmm. but they may be willing to make those sacrifices and move a little bit here and there right. in order to obtain some rental properties. Got it. And so that's really where we start is guiding the buyer through the process and asking the questions that maybe most people wouldn't to the average person because they don't understand the wealth building process or the plan. Thinking outside the box Correct. here. Correct. <clears throat> Sweet. Are you done? Done. Done? Tip and trick? Yep. Tip, tricks. Another uh, nugget of knowledge. Oh, a nugget of knowledge. Paige likes the word nuggets. (laughs) Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Keep in mind that these wealth building tricks and tips are for you to help guide you through the process and actually to get you think about the purpose, you know, as we call our podcast, purpose, purpose driven real estate. The purpose behind it is build wealth and have a purpose for your life and your future. So that's what we're here for. If you're looking for that guidance, just subscribe um, in the notes below. I think, Paige, we got something in there that uh, you can subscribe <laughs> to the wealth building piece. And if there's something we can do for you in the residential side as well, uh, Valentine Group is certainly here to help you with that. We hope you guys have an amazing day. See ya.